Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash, where we still talk all things NFL fantasy football. The regular season might now be over, but find out who came out on top of our fantasy Super Bowl last weekend. And then looking ahead to the wildcard round of the playoffs, do we believe it's going to be as straightforward as the bookies think? As always, you can reach us at hello at twotoms1ash.com. Let us know what you've enjoyed listening to this season, or just reach out and say hi. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. So let's have a look, and there is, of course, just one place to start after our Fantasy Super Bowl weekend, and congratulations, Scully, it was you that won. After being predicted 0-15 at the start of the season, tanking last season for picks, which didn't work out as picks, but then to turn it all around, scrape through, and win a Fantasy Super Bowl, um... Well done, mate. Uh, not your highest score, but some big performances from your kicker and your defence, actually. But, um, but yeah, over to you. The stage is yours. Any words? So as I'm sat here in my hotel room in uh, Istanbul, drinking a very cold but very sweet Efez, as soon as the results came in on Monday morning, I booked the tickets and brought the whole team out here to celebrate. Can't remember much of last night. But tonight we've been out for a meal on the marina and I've left the team out there to continue celebrations into the night. So as I'm sat here reflecting on the season, there were a lot of ups and downs, getting off to a good start and then limping into the playoffs on the back of a four-game losing streak. We knew we needed to improve for the postseason and the lads didn't let me down, especially that huge performance in the semi-final. And then a thoroughly professional job this weekend just gone to seal the title. So massive credit to the players, the coaching staff and every, everyone associated with Vontae Mack, no matter what. A special thanks to the fans who trusted the process, even through some of the blockbuster trades, which I knew not everyone fully understood at the time. But if we can look back now and see just how decisive that Josh Allen, Austin Eckler trade was, it's clear there's only one winner. And it's the cherry on top of the cake that Wellham is the one to buy me that ring. This one is for the fans and, of course, for the pod. It's two out of two, so no pressure to make it a full house next season, Ash. And I know we've been waiting for this moment. But for the shirt, there's only one person that this can be, and that's my man DJ. Not only have I seen him play twice this year, we've met him and his mum in a coffee shop in Hoboken. What a top bloke he was. But he's also smashed it for me when it counted in this year's fantasy football. So DJ, this one's for you. Amazing. Look at that. So we had strategies from you a couple of weeks ago and now we've got speeches. Um, <laughs> incredible. And and it is, it is Daniel Jones that we're going for then. Bit of uncertainty around who you'd choose in the end. Uh, I think you threw out some red herrings, Kurt Warner's, Baker Mayfield's. It was, I don't think it was ever going to be a brown shirt again, surely. But um, but no, brilliant week, a, a good performance. I think for. I know we've talked about about um, starts and sits and trades and moves and things all season, but um, but in fairness, that was probably the the blockbuster trade of the season. Um, the Eckler. And 
Jared Goff at the time who was playing really well for for Josh Allen, but then yeah, pick, picking up Daniel Jones and riding with him pretty much throughout. Um, so yeah, so well played, uh, Charlie. Any any words on the back of that formidable yeah, just, speech? Just congratulations, brother. Um, I I'll be honest, I was one of the doubters. Uh, with some of the wild trades, wild pickups that you were doing throughout the season. Um, sometimes thinking you'd maybe been on that FS a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, congratulations, mate. Uh, made the pod 2-0. Um, like, uh, like you said, pressure's on you, Jewess, for next <laughs> year. Um, yeah, and I'm just glad you've gone with DJ for the shirt. It's got to be, surely. I mean, the, the guy's basically sponsored the pod this year. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, he managed to take you to victory, although you did sit him in the final, um, which you would have won with it, even with him playing. So, uh, yeah, he, he got you there. So uh, he, he was definitely the one that you've got to have for the shirt. Cheers, boys. Appreciate it. Yeah, and that that is a beautiful shirt. That Daniel Jones is it? Is that the one that you're going to go for? Is it? I think it's the vapor one, isn't it? Um, it's the vapor alternate jersey, isn't it? The the one that looks more like a Bills jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that one. Um, and in fairness, I mean, it's probably not going to come for this weekend anyway. But um, hopefully, the Giants will get through, uh, which we'll come on to a little bit later on. But you might even have a chance to to wear it and support him at some point in these playoffs. It's a good pick. Um. I guess moving on from that then, so again looking at our individual scores from last weekend, albeit mine and Charlie's games were irrelevant, um, I scored uh, 94 points and won, which left me 7th overall in the league. Charlie, 91 points uh, and lost last weekend, but left you 6th overall. Uh, And Scully again, so as well as winning that Super Bowl, the highest score out of the three of us, Last weekend, 122 points and one, which does leave us, funnily enough, on six wins apiece for each week. So whether we were going to have anything for a winner or, or any sort of forfeit for the loser even, that, that is out of the window. So maybe we're... Got to be a tiebreaker, you... surely. <laughs> of what? Overall points scored? Or, uh... There's got to be some sort of betting going on uh, leading up to the Super Bowl, because when we sit and watch that Super Bowl, I'm expecting at least a round of drinks. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I was going to say, I'm sure we're well overdue some sort of curry and, and meet up properly. Um, but yeah, getting together for the Super Bowl as well, that that'll be uh, that'll be good fun in a few weeks' time as well. And hopefully, uh, well, hopefully Eagles are there. Um, and we were hoping, I guess even up until the weekend, that it might even be Eagles-Steelers, but, but that didn't quite work out either, Charlie, did it? it and you were literally... Were All right. I was. All right. Two of us were... It'd have been more interested, of course, and uh, and an easier win for the Eagles. But uh... it's, it's poetic, actually, that the Browns ended the Steelers' um, <laughs> playoff charge back in week three. So, just saying. Well, on to, uh, but last weekend, what was it? So the Dolphins that won, which took it away from the Steelers, and I didn't realise until even even maybe uh, earlier today that it was some weird horse collar tackle I think that then gave the brown it gave the dolphins a penalty which got them into field goal range which might have been it for them but I guess it may be a bit like Eagles last season Charlie if you'd have snuck in I guess you always hope for the best but it might be a case of sneaking in and then one and done anyway yeah we um 
we turned it round in fairness, looking at the um, the results for the back end of the season um, to, to finish with a, fin- uh, a winning record still, which, to be honest, I was more bothered about keeping Mike Tomlin's uh, winning season record or or a non-losing season record, obviously, when it was a, a 16-week season. We had a couple of eight and eights, but uh, to not lose and being a head coach for that length of time in the NFL is an unbelievable um, feat. Uh, I mean, the guy's an absolute genius. He's, a, he's by far the best head coach in the in the league. Um, and yeah, I, I just I'm just happy that we've managed to keep that going uh, because we didn't look like we were going to be anywhere near that um, sort of mid-season. Uh, happy with how Kenny Pickett's playing. Uh, I really like what he's uh, got going on. I watched uh, watched the game on Sunday, and yeah, just just thought we looked good. Uh, against the Browns we in control um let them in let them back into it a little bit but yeah managed to, to come away with a win uh, and keep that record going I think you're right if we'd have managed to sneak into the playoffs in that seventh spot I think it would have been a one and done I think Miami will, will be the same I think there'll be a one and done um but yeah it would have been nice to get there not the end of the world. I'm just happy that we've not completely tanked this season, having lost a lot of sort of core players, and we, we've strengthened as well. So, in terms of that final pick, I don't know if you're going to touch on this, but the uh, Texans with that crazy play at the end of the game makes the Bears the number one uh, pick next year, and we've got the Bears number two pick. Uh, which we picked up for Chase Claypool. So we've got the 32nd pick of the uh, draft because I think Miami have lost their first-round pick, haven't they? So to say that we've picked that up as well is a is a huge bonus for us. So, yeah, uh, really looking forward to next year and, and hopefully we can um, improve on, on this season. Yeah, amazing. I, I didn't realise that at all. I know there's a lot of talk around. I know Eagles have got an extra pick from the Saints, I believe it was. Um, in next year's draft, but those kind of top 15 picks have been talked about a lot since the weekend, especially the picks one and two, but I didn't know that for the Steelers. So, so yeah, hopefully fairly promising. You just missed out um, on, on divisional record rather than anything else. And to say that you've done that with a rookie quarterback who was back up for the first few games and, and never expected to do anything this season, then maybe even slightly ahead of, ahead of schedule, really, on all that. So... So decent. Um, Browns obviously were never in it. I think it was always a bit of a preseason for Watson. It just looks like a tough division with the other two teams in that division both qualifying for playoffs. But um, again, I'm sure we'll touch on it uh, a little bit later on. But I don't expect much from the Ravens. Um, from an Eagles point of view, obviously Eagles won, uh, albeit against a backup Giants team, and, and you could have put your house on Eagles winning. I think, especially with Hurts coming back in a must-win game, really. Um, although no one would have predicted, I don't think, Cowboys collapsing like they did against Sam Howell and the Commanders. Um, but but like in Eagles' chances, I, I don't like the idea of sitting players and resting them for a week and then losing some sort of momentum, whether it be week 18, 17. But the fact that we've got that by, there's the home field advantage, all that sort of thing does look good. Hopefully it gives Hurts that extra week that he might need 
to allow him to run a bit more. He didn't run a whole lot on Sunday. He was he was very much there as the run pass option to fake it, if you like. But he certainly didn't want to get sacked, didn't want to get tackled, and just kind of be a bit of a decoy where needed. Um, so yeah, so definitely like how we're looking, like how the Cowboys did collapse, uh, and I think the other teams, the Vikings, obviously have dropped off that were a strong. Um, towards the start of the season, um, but the 49ers look a, look a big threat and, and only getting stronger. Um, but having said that, again, the thought of the headline being Brock Purdy being a Super Bowl quarterback in his first season, I think is very unlikely, but the 49ers do look very good. So, so yeah, so we'll see how that all turns out as well. Um, and just kind of closing out, really, from a fantasy point of view, and, and as you mentioned, I am the only one out of the three of us who hasn't won, um, albeit just the two seasons that we've been playing in this league. Um, so looking ahead to next season, I was trying to even now just do a bit of research and have a look as to, is there any pattern, is there any sort of trend in who's done the top moves? So if we look at the top moves in the league, um, one player's done 60 moves and the second place did 53 moves. They finished 12th and 2nd, so no real method behind any of that. Uh, and then the top trades as well. So the top person at the top amount was 12, and the second highest amount of trades was 9, and they finished 10th and 2nd. So it's not even a case of more trades means more success, or less trades means more success. So, so yeah, as I mentioned previously, really, maybe being a bit more aggressive and something on, along those lines, um, maybe that might be a pattern for next season but um but i think we can all agree that it can't come around soon enough and as normal a long old off season so moving on to this upcoming weekend and the first round of the playoffs it is wild card round um and we want to give you some bold predictions. So, Scully, I'll come to you first as you're with the AFC. Um, and give us your first bold prediction of this weekend. So, I'm going for history to repeat itself from earlier in the season and for the Jags to smash the Chargers. So, I'm impressed with how they finished the season. They've been brilliant, just going from strength to strength, really, and... Uh, They've already smashed the charges earlier on in the season I've just mentioned. So I'm going for over 45.5 points in the game. Lawrence for three touchdowns and over a 400 yards total offense for the Jags. That's my bold wow. prediction. That is bold. I, I, I tend to agree that I like the Jags. They're at home. Um, I'm not sure how intimidating uh, Jacksonville at home are but um but as division winners you're absolutely right i think christian kirk i'm not sure still not sure he deserves that contract but but he's had a terrific season trevor lawrence etn and just doug peterson what he's got them doing against the chargers team that should probably be better than what they have been albeit now they've made the playoffs um we'll see but especially with some of those yardages that you've got included in that as well we'll keep an eye on them but good start. And yeah. then after that, for the rest of the um, conference, I'd go Bills over Dolphins, Bengals to beat the Ravens, and then I'm back in, obviously, my man DJ to get the Giants over the line against the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, 
So Charlie, over to you and uh, and with you with the NFC. Um, so bold prediction for me is going to be uh, Cowboys against the Bucks, and I'm going for at least two interceptions by both quarterbacks. I'm going to go for a low scorer. I'm going to go. It's going to be under. 38 points wow. and the Bucks are going to nick it with a walk-off field goal after a Dak Prescott interception. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Um, it? It's a strange one with the Cowboys, isn't it? Like part ways through the season, they've looked, they've looked decent and they look strong and a well-rounded team, but. But yeah, they're, they're loving for Dak Prescott still, despite him throwing as many interceptions as he has Derek Carr and some other quarterbacks who've, who've got a bit of stick is interesting. But um, but you're going for that and you're going for maybe a Brady, still a slight comeback if needs be, and uh, and then a field goal at the end. He's still Brady, isn't he? Let's face it, the guy's an absolute yeah. hero. Um, as much as people love to hate him, he's unbelievable. He's still got it and he showed that. Uh, only a couple of weeks ago with what he did with Mike Evans and the Cowboys have just folded. They they were right up there, uh, especially with uh, your boys, Ash, struggling the last few weeks to get over the line uh, with Hurts. The Cowboys could have quite easily pressured you guys for, for to be right up there and they finished, is it fifth? I think the fifth seed. Yeah. Um, with a, a twelve and five record, they, they they seem to have really dropped off. They, uh, especially this last week, I mean that performance was atrocious. I, I Dak Prescott uh, in my nothing game, and uh, it was just well, they, they just fell apart. Yeah, it's funny, and I don't know why. Um, obviously, that game's a Monday night game as well, isn't it? And there's a chance that I think whoever wins that game, uh, we could be playing. Um, which I don't think is a, a huge deal, I suppose, but slightly shorter week than than some of the other teams. Um, which, yeah, I'm sure neither of those are overly pleased about. Um, other NFC games, any other bold predictions? Um, nothing out of the ordinary that you'd expect from me. Um, the Vikings are going to lose. Um because, as me and Scully had a heated debate about last week, uh, the Vikings are atrocious, um, and they, they, the Giants and uh, Scully's number one man, DJ, is going <laughs> to destroy him. Um, and then the Seahawks 49ers is just going to go as planned for me. The 49ers should just walk all over them, I think. The bubble will burst. The Geno Smith bubble is going to burst. Um, hopefully they, they keep him on. I mean, the guy's done really well for him this year, uh, and I like him. Um, and I hope they do they do pay him and, and keep him on next year. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see. I think the 49ers are too strong, and I'm not sure the Seahawks are going to be able to to put anything up against them that's going to challenge the 49ers, even with uh, Brock at, uh, at quarterback. And I think he he could be the the uh, the surprise of the playoffs. And, uh, and potentially take them all the way. 
Mm, yeah, I mean, it, it, all he's got to do is really just turn around and hand it off, aren't it? Or, or throw it 10 yards to Kittle. Um, they're not asking him to throw it downfield at all. Um, but yeah, divisional rival against the Seahawks, um, where nothing at all was expected of those at the start of the season. But maybe that's what's took them through the fact that Russ Wilson's jump ship um, and all those kind of backup players or anyone that went from Broncos over to the Seahawks looked like they got at the raw end of the deal. But it turns out that they have made the playoffs. And again, squeezed in on the last game of the season. So we'll just touch on that then. Um, so yeah, Seahawks ended up uh, getting through with a, with a Lions win over the Packers, which I know we've, we've kind of spoke a little bit earlier on in the week and a bit good for the Packers, uh, for the Lions really, that they've, They've done well all season. Again, more underdogs. Hopefully, it is a case of brand new Lions, MCDC. But um, but yeah, if it'd have been nice if they'd have squeezed in and maybe ruffled a few feathers. But unfortunately for them, wasn't the case. But um, but Packers, Packers, albeit on a decent win streak, and then losing that must-win game. Charlie, is Rogers is he done in Green Bay? Well, if you if you looked at the end of the game. Um, was it Jameson Williams who asked for his jersey? Did you see that? Um, so, end of the game, he's asked for his jersey um, and Rogers has turned around uh, whilst on camera and you can hear him. He says, uh, no, I think I'm hang on to this one. Um, and then there was a lot of time of him spent just sort of looking around Lambeau uh, and then he walked off arm over uh, Cobb, them two walking down uh, towards the changing room, so potentially Rogers' last game at Lambeau, and uh, and as a Packer, I think anybody would have. Well, I certainly would have put money on them uh, sneaking in. Aaron Rodgers, the experience he's got, um, he's been there, he's done it, and the fact that it was completely in their hands, win and you're in. Um, I, I fully expected them to make it. Uh, gutted for the Lions, though. Uh, like you said, I, I was I was hoping they were going to do it. Uh, it would have been nice if the Seahawks had lost and, and made it literally a whoever wins uh, the game gets through. Unfortunately, it didn't work out like that, but still pleased for the Lions and, and hopefully they can build on that next year because uh, they've certainly been an exciting team and um, the way that they go about things as well, it's it's exciting to watch as a neutral. I'm sure as a, a Lions fan, it's not so exciting all the time when you when he's going for it on fourth down. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of squeaky bum time as a Lions fan, but as a neutral, that's what you want to see. You want to see guys going for it. They went for it on fourth, uh, for, went for it on the fourth down to uh, to win the game in the end instead of giving the ball back to Green Bay. So they, they carried that on throughout the season and uh, definitely deserved. Deserve the win, and and for me, deserve to 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 get in there uh, in that final spot. So, a bit good for them, but yeah, uh, hopefully, good things for them to come over the next year. Love Dan Campbell as well, and uh, I know we spoke about it earlier on the season, didn't we? When we were talking about who's been the most exciting team, and I mentioned the Lions, and I know they went on a couple of t- a couple of games after that. I scored barely any points for, for a while but then they got straight back at it again and they've been brilliant and Dan Campbell's brilliant and they were 
they did the hard knocks earlier on before the season and it was just fantastic. You got a great insight into that team, into that culture. And um, I don't know about you, but I, I loved them after it really bought into it. And I'm glad that they've gone on this season. They've really built on last season. They've got a winning record, which is unbelievable for them. Uh, unlucky, like you said, just to miss out on the playoffs, like you've just said, Tom. I, I wish it had been a shootout for whoever gets, uh, whoever wins gets in. Unfortunately, it wasn't the case, but yeah, brilliant job that Dan Campbell's doing and um, yeah, I hope they build on it for next season. <laughs>